0: Axis Mundi. Welcome to Straight White American Jesus. My name is Brad Onishi. Onishi excuse me, associate professor of religious studies at Skidmore College. Our show is hosted in partnership with the CAP Center at the University of California, Santa Barbara. And I'm joined today by Dr. Peter Manso, who's the Lilly Endowment Curator of American Religious History at the Smithsonian Institution's National Museum of American History. Dr. Manso is the author of 10 books, including the memoir, Vows, the novel, Songs for the Butcher's Daughter, the travelogue, Rag and Bone, the retelling of America's diverse spiritual formation in One Nation Under God's, Uh, a narrative history called The Apparitionists, and most recently, The Jefferson Bible, A Biography. He's a founding editor of KillingTheBuddha.com and co-author with Jeff Charlotte of Killing the Buddha, A Heretic's Bible. He received his doctorate in religion from Georgetown and lives uh, near DC. First of all, Peter, thank you for joining me. It's It's a pleasure. Oh, it's my great honor. Thanks for having me. Well, I wanted to have you on because you, uh, in the wake of the January 6th insurrection, you had the the sort of intuition to start a hashtag that I, I have found incredibly important for understanding what happened since then, and that is at Capital Siege Religion. And so I uh, want to ask you some questions about that. want to sort of jump in there um, and just sort of see what you found. Um, it is uh, astounding how much religion, uh, quote unquote, is... Uh, to be found in the artifacts from the Capitol siege. And so I guess my very first question is just what prompted you to start this, this project? um, And how has it proceeded, you know, since you
1: have? Well, I uh, like a lot of people, I was watching it unfold live. Um, I I sort of trying to find the best way to learn quickly what was happening at the Capitol. I stumbled onto one of the C-SPAN live streams and I was watching the live stream in the statuary hall, which when I started watching it was empty, but I found it so haunting that you could hear the crowd outside the building. And just as I was watching, people started to enter this, the hall. And so it was it was as if I was in the room and saw people suddenly breaking through. At the time, I did not immediately notice Uh, any particular religious symbols from these, the people who were first, the first ones into the building. It was not until the following weekend when all the photos and all the videos were beginning to find their way online that I started to notice this, which of course everyone else did. I wasn't noticing anything that everyone else wasn't, wasn't seeing. And it it was interesting to me just uh, how that unfolded because I've been, um, uh, and a couple times I've been called an anti-christian bigot uh, on uh, on Twitter for for noting the uh, the prevalence of Christian symbols among the uh, the insurrectionists and so I want to note that I was actually I had brought my daughter uh, to a confirmation event uh, she was in a confirmation class for the Presbyterian Church that that we attend here uh, in, in Annapolis Maryland and as I was whiling away the time in the car I was watching all these images and realizing that um, this is important, um, as much as the event itself was something that immediately was uh, obvious it needed to be documented, the religious element, the religious dimension, which was becoming uh, to seem so pervasive as I was watching the, the images and then the videos, uh, it, it occurred to me that this really has to be documented because it's a part of it that could be easy to miss. And in fact, in the days that followed the attack, I read some really compelling accounts of what had happened that did not really treat the religious dimension of it at all. And it was astonishing to me that you could choose to edit that out. And that becomes the first draft of the history that would be remembered. So as a way of working against that, I thought, how can we gather these materials together so that everyone could start to look at them and compare them um, to each other? And so the hashtag was was the obvious choice. And uh, capital C is religion is, is what I chose to call it.
0: You have been an observer of American, religious, American religions, American religious history from all angles, as a writer, as a scholar, as a researcher, as a curator. Were you shocked by the the just overwhelming presence of religious imagery and symbols at the, the insurrection? If I
1: was, I shouldn't have been. Um, I, I think that um, it, it's, as I said, when I first saw the people first, first through the building, they weren't there. Uh, And so as as you got a a broader sense of what was happening outside the building, uh, the full full portrait uh, uh, began to make more sense. And I wanna add, because you did mention my my work as a curator at the National Museum of American History, I wanna add that this is a fully crowdsourced effort. Uh, This is not an official collecting effort of the Smithsonian Institution. Uh, My colleagues and I are of course collecting physical objects from the Capitol attack, including protest signs and those types of materials. Uh, But the complications of collecting digital materials are such that it is really better to be an informal crowdsourced affair. And that's what capital C's, C's religion has become.
0: Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise.